Welcome to the All Manner of Things podcast. In this episode, we will be reviewing Clank, a deck building adventure. Hi, my name's Shondell. And I'm Peter. And this is All Manner of Things, the podcast where we discuss board games. And today we are looking at the game Clank, a deck building adventure. This is a game for two to four players. It takes roughly an hour to play. And it's aimed at ages 13 and up. Basic gameplay. The Clank is primarily a deck builder, and we call that a deck builder because that's pretty much what you do. You build the deck of cards you have in front of you. Now, at the start, generally you're dealt the same cards. You shuffle them up and you put them in the draw pile, which is on the pile that's left to you. You then draw a number of those cards into your hand, play them out, and once you finish with them, then you discard them. Generally, with a deck builder, you have cards which give you victory points, Cards which will allow you to acquire more cards from a supply of cards in the center. And depending on the game, specialty cards that uh, work specific to those game rules. Once you have finished using all your cards, they get shuffled into the discard pile. Once you've run out of cards to draw from the draw pile, you shuffle the discarded cards up and create that draw pile again. So essentially you're cycling through the same deck of cards plus the cards you've purchased along the way. The difference with Clank from other deck builders is it actually comes with a board as well. And you have a little maple knight who's moving down through the board. So you move down through the castle and into the dungeon. And it's a whole bunch of interconnected spaces that you can move through. There's certain requirements that you need to move through certain passageways. But basically, once you get down into the dungeon, you can start searching for artifacts, which give you victory points at the end of the game. And there's also secrets that you come across, which may give you victory points or bonuses that help you in playing the game essentially. The symbols on the cards, there are three main symbols on the cards. Uh, There's a little boot symbol, which is a move symbol, which allows you to, when you play those cards, you get to move. There is a sword symbol, which allows you to fight monsters in the dungeon row. So there's a row of cards called the dungeon row. And if a monster comes up there, you can use your sword symbols to fight them. And then there's skill points or skill cards as Pete already mentioned, which are the ones that allow you to acquire more cards into your deck. And that's represented as a blue diamond shape. So another icon that does appear on these cards is the dragon icon. Now that essentially means that the dragon gets angry and lashes out um, willy-nilly in in front of anybody. And the way that we decide who gets hit and who doesn't is by drawing small little cubes out of the dragon back. Now, you start off with 24 black cubes um, inside the dragon bag and throughout the game you get it asks you to um, put in cubes and these cubes are called clank. Essentially they, they're noise tokens. And the more noise that you make, the higher your chances of drawing out your colour cube from the dragon bag. And that way that impacts your health, which then causes you to get closer and closer to death. Yay!
Um, now, you also have ways in which the dragon itself gets uh, increases its rage, and that just means that the the number of cues you draw out increases. So again, the higher the chances of you having issues with your with your health. The game keeps going until one player has gone down into the dungeon, picked up an artifact and got back outside of the castle. As soon as they do this, they start a countdown timer. On each subsequent turn of theirs, their character moves along this timer and it sparks a dragon attack. The other way the game can end, I guess, would be if everyone just got knocked unconscious. You're right. You're right. They don't actually die. They get knocked unconscious. I'm pretty sure the, the rule book says that. Um, but you don't need to get out of the castle to sort of win. You do get bonus points for getting out, but you don't have to. All you need to do is get out of the dungeon part of the map or of the board and you have to have an artifact. So if you've gone down and you haven't managed to get an artifact before the game's over, then you instantly lose. It doesn't matter how many victory points you've got from other things, you need that artifact. Which is great, really, because that means that the person who isn't the who is the fastest isn't necessarily the winner. So you don't have to race all the way down uh, and race all the way up. So like the, like essentially going down to a shallow depth, grabbing the first artifact, which is generally the cheapest artifact, and racing back up again. Sometimes when you go that little bit deeper, um, it's worthwhile to get those extra victory points. Yes, because the artifacts that are further down in the dungeon are worth more. So it's a bit of a, it's a nice little game of balancing how fast I'm going to get in and out, how much I'm going to push it in terms of my health and how much I'm going to push it in terms of which artifact do I want to get? Do I want to risk going down it's, to get the, it's, the high points or do I want to just get a low point and get it's out? It's board game limbo. How low can you go? <laughs> Review. Yeah, so presentation, what did you give it? Look, I gave it a three. Ooh. Um, you found some obvious negative um, marks about it, did you? Not really. This is the thing. And I feel like I might be being a bit harsh on this game compared to what I normally but, do. But here's the thing is, like, when we're talking about presentation, I'm usually the one who picks holes in the presentation. And I'm not picking, like, there's there's nothing that I'm specifically picking. It's more, it's just... The overall feel, the vibe, yeah, is what you're it's saying. Just, it's just okay, it's you just, know? It, oh, really? It's, it's okay. middle of the range. It's uh, just... I don't know. Like, it had, like, the red in... in, in Insert, I should say, to hold all the cards up. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Allow for expansion of extra cards. The nice velvet-ish, I think it's velvet, whatever bag, the draw bag. It's not cotton. Yeah. Or anything else. It is, that's good quality. And had I, did, I did, I did, I do agree with that. And because some games like will tell you to get your own like bowl or something to put things into draw out of. Yeah, so it's yeah. nice when it actually comes with a bag. And the bag actually had, I believe, like a red insignia dragon. 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 Yeah, yeah, sewn in on it. That looks pretty fancy. But you, you still gave it a three. Yeah, I, I, and I, don't I know. suppose the meeples looked like little knights. They weren't just normal shaped yeah, meeples. Yeah, and the artwork was pretty damn good as well, I thought. I mean, hey, it wasn't comical it wasn't like you know banana skins on the on the ground or anything but it didn't need to be it was quite simple yeah maybe i'm just being harsh i i think i am compared to other games i, I look i mean there's some things i'd pick on it still obviously because that's who i what am you do. Yeah. yeah 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 um i felt like the map itself the board seemed quite busy the first time you look at it, it was a bit 
daunting with the number of lines and crisscrosses and stuff and you had to try and put find the places for the tokens and the question marks and that took me a while to set that out the first time and I was like why is this so difficult maybe I'm just tired or something but I just couldn't find all the tokens to, to, to line up but um, and I don't like a game with a with a large setup time you know I like yeah. things just bang five minutes and you're off and running yeah away you go it probably didn't really take that much longer than five minutes when you worked out what you were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second time setting it up, I was, you know, that, that was great. But, you know, the first time my initial impression was like, whoa, this looks busy. And then where do I put all these tokens on the map? And, oh, why have I got five extra or three extra? And just start hunting around. Maybe it's just my eyesight. Maybe I was tired. But it did take me a little while. I don't, I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose I'm, I don't know. Maybe it's not a three. I just... Hey, no, stick with it. No, Stick no. with the number. Don't let me convince you there's, otherwise. There's, I was no, just there's no reason <clears throat> for me to give it that low number. Look, I, 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 gave it didn't it a, I gave it a four. Yeah, okay, maybe so. I'll give it a four. So take one off for the fact that I didn't look at it and go, do you know the problem is we just reviewed what? photosynthesis. Oh, and photosynthesis is so pretty. It is pretty. Like you could you could have photosynthesis on the middle of your table as as a display. Yeah, you know, as people walk in and go, oh wow, what interesting, wonderful, colourful display you've got there. But so that's going how pretty from it is. going yeah. from that to Clank. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, just yeah. looks like a game. It does. You know, I yeah. don't know, but there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. It does have the bags in the box. I've been thinking about this. We're pretty harsh on games that use bags to store pieces in in a box, but unless they're going to make like a broken token style container that has its own yeah. like openings and stuff, there's not really yeah. much else you can do I, for those wooden pieces. I, I have yet to give, I don't think, a, a presentation of five out of five. Maybe King of Tokyo um, was worthy of that, but I don't remember. <laughs> I know that we just released that one just recently, but uh, yeah, I can't remember that, that ever giving like a board game five out of five because of the standards like Broken Token, as you've mentioned, and that being such wood inlays and just like amazing. For anyone who doesn't know, Broken Token make custom inlays for boxes. So yeah. obviously they're going to be top of the range. And we can, you can't really compare a board game to a broken token inlay. No. But no, no, the no. bags, the plastic with, with the bags just annoy me and, yeah. because they break eventually and yes. they're fiddly. Yes. Like all you, you would need to do is maybe make some drawstring hessian, hessian? No. No. Um, cotton bags or yeah. something to yeah. put those pieces in. Yeah. And it would be – it would make all the difference because – it's easier to use and it's not going to break. Yeah. But having said that, you know, like you said, they do have the slots for the cards to go in, so that's well thought out. I don't know. I'm being, I'm being harsh. I'm being harsh. I'm not going to be harsh. I'll give it a four, <laughs> maybe even a four and a half. Ooh, wow. It's good. Okay, and like yeah, you said, yeah, the artwork yeah. is good. And it's not like slipping a banana skin comical, but the stumble card, he tripped on a tiny little rock, so... Yeah, so that's, that's the thing that I was going to bring up with theme, and I might, if I forget about it, I'll bring it up now, which is it's not, it's not dark and it's not comical. It's somewhere in between. It's not... Yeah, you yeah. Know, it, you know, you kind of feel like you... Yeah, like it's not do serious, one but it's not other. humorous. Yeah, exactly. I'm not like... Anyway, we'll leave that um, and move on to rookie rating. I give it a three again. 
and I gave it a three as well. Yes. So that's, this time I feel like my answer is justified because yeah. there's a lot going on with there this is. game. You've got the deck building mechanism, which is you know supposed to be the main part of this game because it's called Clank, a deck building adventure. You've got the board that you have to move around. You've got the clank thing going on. You've got to remember to increase the dragon rage track, which just doesn't <laughs> which happen. We, we There's so much else going on. You've got the artifacts you have to think about collecting. And on top of that, you've got the ability to fight monsters in that dungeon row. So there is so, so much going on in this game. It does make it very difficult for a rookie to pick up. Yes. I totally agree. And I don't know whether I could add anything more to that one. You've you've summed it up pretty much what I've said. Uh, they could have, in one area, um, uh, I don't know whether I want to mention it, but I will anyway. They're called skill points, and yet they act as coins. You know, yeah, is, is it? Is I mean, like I guess maybe people are impressed by your skill, and therefore they join your. You know, you get items because you're skillful. Well, enough. you're like a skillful burglar, so you're skillful yeah, at. I don't know whether acquiring just, these items. It, it would have been simpler just to call it treasure that you're picking up treasure. But then you've the got way. the gold pieces but that you, you do, do pick up, which do. is separate. Which is one thing that is a little bit simple: is everything in the market costs seven gold pieces, and I like that. Yes, true. You don't have to think about true. what everything like different cost. Everything costs seven gold pieces. Well, that, that being said, I mean like. You're a grave robber, or sorry, not grave, you're you're a cave robber, and you end up pretty much not walking away with a lot of gold at the end of it when you think about it. But it's more about the treasures. You're more like Indiana uh, Jones. You don't want the gold. You want the... The prestige that comes along with it or something. Yeah, totem of Monkey King or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So moving right along. On player interaction. I gave it a four. I gave it a four. Look, this is better than a standard deck building game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because of that interaction, because of the map. The map, it just, and that, that you know, you've got to be constantly watching where the other player is at. Where How have they gone below the surface? And yep. will, do you think they're going to go for the quick, easy treasure for the low points and, and leave you off? With you, with you all the way at the very bottom of the map and closer to the, I suppose, the dragon source. Um, I'm guessing that's where he is at the very bottom. But that's where the high value treasures are. Yeah. And so it's, it's, that, it's that how low do you go uh, compared to what everyone else is doing and it really does keep you on your toes. It's a, it's a push-your-luck mechanism, but it's a push-your-luck mechanism that only matters really because of the other players. Yes. You know, if they're going to push... You're racing them. Yeah, yeah, if they're going to push their luck and go deeper, then you have the ability to push your luck and go deeper as well. Yeah. But if they're just going to skim the surface and race out of the cave and then the game's going to be over, you're not going to get the points if you go all the way down. We've played this with three players and I think the more players you have, you're always going to have someone in the room who's going to do that strategy, who's going to go shallow pick up the, the fastest treasure and make their way out. So that kind of puts everyone on guard and that that's that who's going to do that and will they be fast enough to do that. When I tried to do um, the, the shallow dive, I guess you'd call it, and then back up again, I actually got stung on that because 
Um, the other two players, yourself included, who went deeper, got the treasure, and they got out faster somehow. It's just you pick up more skill cards and you end up acquiring more abilities to get you further. Your deck gets thicker. It's excellent. I think I think it was because it, even though you were doing the shallow, like not going deep into the cave, you took your time to get to that point. The game that we played previously where you raced to one of the low-value artifacts, picked I'm, it up and just, raced let's out. Face it, I'm just the guy who just races in, yes. races out. You know, faster the game is over. You know, catch me if you can. Um, when you played, when I you play. played, <laughs> when we played, and you played that originally, you did, yeah. I did get stuck. I got stuck at the bottom of yes. the dungeon, yeah. and I didn't get out in time. So there is a little bit of, um, I mean, I feel I feel just because of the way we've played, a lot of that pushing your luck is to do with other players, but there is also a little bit to do with the game because the more you play, the more clank goes into that dragon bag, the more chance you're just going to get knocked out from the dragon, yeah. and that's irrelevant of other players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but a lot of it is due to other players racing and the other thing is if you're going for the same artifact like if you both want to go for that yeah they're like low point but high up artifact and then someone gets to it first and then you're like damn now i have to turn around and try and get a different one and where am i gonna go and yep that's good look and look the rounds are fast enough because it's a deck builder pace and you only get to really decide where which direction you can go on the map that's that's done fairly quickly. Move on to the yeah. next player, yeah. and everyone's engaged with which, which way you're moving. So yeah, very cool. And now we move on to balance, and um, I gave this a three. Yeah, I can see that. I gave it a four. Uh, it's for me. It, you've got, and I always like to break this down a little bit. It's, it's almost break like a mathematical equation that I've got. Yes, uh, luck is uh, really the shuffle of the cards. Yes. And which ones you're drawn, which ones are drawn in your hand at the time when you have to make the decision, do I go left, right, down, up, yep. etc. cetera. Uh, the strategy is what you do with those cards, I suppose, uh, how much you can acquire with your skill points or gold or what have you. Um, yeah, I think the strategy and is moving around the board. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what, and you might have an overall strategy in the back of your mind, which is like, you know what, I'm going to go deep as I can, you know. And you could change halfway through, but you do generally come up with a strategy. You can probably come up with a strategy before you even start playing this game. Not really. I, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I completely disagree. Okay. Because because it depends on the other players. So you yeah, could come up with a strategy yeah. at the start of the game. I'm going to get the most, the highest value artifact, which is all the way down the bottom of the dungeon. Yep. And then you start playing, and you see someone take that low value and start racing out. And you're like, okay, you can switch. Scratch that. You can switch strategies. You, you can. You can't you can. really come up with that strategy. Yeah. Plus, I, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's the feeling that I'm getting that if you had, uh, I don't even know, remember the the maximum number of players in this game. But if you had the maximum number. Someone is, as I said, some not everyone's going to go deep. So it's almost the fastest person to the 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 cheapest treasure, and I can see that being a bit of a flaw. Maybe uh, not necessarily. Again, 
Like you could go, okay, other people are going to be going for that. So I'm going to take a little bit more time because you don't need to make it out of the dungeon. True. So, well, oh, no. it helps. Oh, right. You've got to make you it out of the You've got above the ground. Yeah, above the ground. So I yeah. guess that's out of the dungeon and into the castle. I'm not really sure. But yeah, yeah I think the, the strategy of this game is where you're going to move on the board yeah. and which way you're going to go. So the board really brings in the strategy that the deck building side of it doesn't have so much. It does have the normal deck building strategy. Am I going to acquire more cards that are worth more victory points or am I going to acquire more cards that let me move or more cards that let me fight or more cards that let me acquire more cards? Yeah. And that's and the other look, thing the, the whole other... way through. You've also got this idea that you can fight monsters and it just yeah, you sort of forget that part of the part Well, way. they do come up and it is handy, but we, we, every time we've played – um, it's almost like that's kind of you don't they don't give you that bigger reward. I don't know. Maybe you've just been unlucky, but every time I've built up my strength to be able to fight monsters, I just find like it's almost at a waste. It's almost it's bad timing. Maybe I don't know. I'm just unlucky. But yeah. what do you? What and, that's, do you and that comes down to the luck side of things as well. You got the shuffling of the um, the cards, so the dungeon cards. So it's not just shuffling yeah, the cards that yeah. go into your hands. Yeah. You've got the luck with shuffling the cards in the dungeon row, and how often you draw a card that has a dragon icon, or how often you draw a monster as opposed to something you can acquire. I have said with a little bit of strategy, you can try and negate some of the luck because a lot of the luck with this game or some of the luck with this game towards the end is drawing the right cards like especially when you're trying to leave and you need to draw the feet to get out yeah. of the yeah. dungeon or you need to draw the monster things so that you don't get hit and you need to walk down a monster corridor and those are the ones that you can't draw at that time so you can sort of negate a little bit of that luck with the potions the potions that you pick up on the way true yeah so holding on to those until you need them at that last minute but then again, it also kind of has a bit of luck because it, you know, it's the luck of which potion, like which which um, secrets you happen to turn over, whether you turn over one of those potions that you can pick up or not. So, so how do you think a rookie would go against an expert in this game? Because um, <laughs> I've been thinking about this as well, and I had a big question mark next to that. Because it's not like the rookie would have to, um, I don't know, it's not a lot to, to catch on to, really. It's drawing cards, you know, how well you play I mean, those we did five say, cards. I mean, we did say rookie rating was quite low, so it is a yeah. little bit of a tricky game, but... Strategy if you were wise, a, if you were a person who could play, like if you were a gamer and it was your first time playing, as opposed to a gamer who's played it lots of times, I don't think it would make much no, of a difference. No, I don't think so either. To get your head around what you need to do, no, not really. But it's good balanced in that aspect. Yeah, yeah. Okay, replayability. I have given this a four, and I've given a four as well. Yes. Um, I think because the gameplay depends so much on the strategy that the other people are playing, yes, it, it becomes very easily easy to replay. You know, yep, it's going to yep, be that, something different depending on who you play against. Definitely, that that catch me if you can 
style of play versus, oh, I'm not ready to move yet. Are you ready to move yet? Oh, yeah. does, it looks like it. Oh, it might hold off for another turn or won't I before trying to dive to that nearest treasure and, and scoop my way up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And even if you're playing against the same person, if they're playing a different, if they're trying something different, it makes it a different game. Like yeah. it just and depends on how that, people play. Definitely. And that deck of cards that you need to draw from, um, that you can acquire all those new skills and abilities. Yeah. That's a pretty hefty deck. Yes. We've, we haven't gone through that. You don't go through that in an entire game. It may take you, if you maybe went through a quarter at best yeah. of yep. cards. So that's good. There's good um, replayability there. And and I, we've, I don't know how many times we've played it, but we haven't seen every card. I know that. Yeah. That's really all I had to say about replayability. Would you play it a game on the same day? Tonight, uh, it's one of those mid-length games that... Uh, yeah, and... Um, it does feel the end comes about quicker I think, than you ex- what I expected anyway. I think it would help if you could make the board a little bit more dynamic or modular. You had, I know you can flip the board over and that's great. It really is. It's yep. good that that definitely increases the replayability. But I do get the feeling like there's some strategies within the maps themselves that after you play a few times, you might catch on and go, okay, well, this particular treasure is worth more and it's the easiest one to get to, so... Yeah, yeah let's, yep. let's go for that one or, or what have you. Maybe that's where, as an expert, you might have a bit of an, the upper hand as well. Yep. So theme. And I give this one a four. I give it a five. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I really like this theme. I like the idea of, you know, you're stumbling through the jungle, you're making jungle. jungle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Um, you're stumbling through the dungeon and you're making noise, which is your clank, which is waking the dragon and the dragon's getting more annoyed because you're stealing his artifacts yeah. and and you're racing, you know, towards the end, you're trying to race to get yeah. out of the dungeon before the dragon knocks you out and Look, I, I really enjoy it as well. And the reason why I gave it a four or should I say before I give say why I gave it a four? Again, another reason it being that robber hunting, sneaking, you know, yeah. that whole, you know. But there's a couple of things that don't work well with the theme. And the first is the markets. Why is there a markets all the way at the bottom of this <laughs> of, a dungeon. of a dungeon? And who's <laughs> who's selling this? And you know, why haven't they made any noise? And that's just funny, and, and it, I, I don't know. It just doesn't make it a little that a lot of sense. And the second one is when you it's, it's, it's a dragon essentially drawing blocks out, and the dragon gets you and gets potentially gets everybody in one turn. Is it is there multiple dragons or is there one? And if they're all in different parts of the map, how is he how is he attacking everyone at the same time? That I'm nitpicking, you know, yeah. but the theme doesn't quite correlate to the actual gameplay. All right, all right, I'll allow it, but I was I was still giving but this I, one a five. Look, and I, I love the theme. Great. I do love the theme, but that's where that's my only nitpicks. Best and worst. 
Look, the combining of the deck building with the map elements and that catch me if you can style or how low can you go, whatever you, whatever you want to put it, is just brilliant. I love it. Absolutely love that fun. Uh, my best is the increasing, I was trying to think what word is, it's like the panic or the the pace of the game or the intensity towards yeah. the end. Yeah. Like that feeling that you're running out of the dungeon, you know, when it gets to that point, you're like, I've just got to get out, you know, where are some boot cards so mm-hmm, I can get out mm-hmm. of here? Uh, I think co-op games do this well, but I've never really experienced that increasing intensity and a different style of game. This is the first time I can think of where towards the end of the game, it's just that real panic of everything just seems more intense, like more, even though it's not, you know, the monsters aren't you, getting yeah, more ferocious. And I've never seen it in a deck builder before. No. A deck builder, you kind of get, you know, think of something like Dominion, which is your quintessential deck builder. And it's just... You play it through, you can see someone's deck cards getting bigger and bigger and then, you know, they're requiring more um, victory, point more cards, victory yeah. points and you, the inev- it becomes inevitable. But you said but it's it doesn't a race feel that, element. Yeah, that pace. Yeah, it's just, it's really good. The worst thing for me, and I had to think about this again and it's only because I've just mentioned it, is that dragon element where you're kind of, I, I don't understand how the dragon is attacking multiple people at the same time by drawing out those cubes. My worst is actually part of the game play. It's when the first person gets out of the castle, they start a countdown timer yep. and there's that many, more round, that many more rounds. But if you are close to the exit but you're not out... You can potentially just muck around, hanging around inside. Uh, yeah, we had someone do that. Yeah, to get more points from the cards. And the person who's already left doesn't have the ability to get any extra points from the cards. I don't know. I feel like there's no real... As long as you're above ground and you've got your artifact, you don't have to get out. It does give you that extra 20 victory points or whatever it is, which yeah. is quite a lot. Yeah. But... Is that enough when there's potentially four more turns you can have where you can buy a whole bunch of different cards with different victory points? I don't know. So it's that, yeah, the fact that you can hang back, hang back at the end, you don't have to race outside. It's a strategy, yeah. Yeah. Final thoughts. For me, it's just a really well thought out, fun game that combines that deck building with that risk element and it works brilliantly. That sort of press your luck element. Mm. Yeah. I've just said it's a great variation on a deck building concept. I love games that take a, a one of those solid concepts and then twist it slightly and that's this does that. It takes that deck yeah. building concept and it twists it slightly, adding the board so you actually have to move around. So buy if. I've got buy if you want a game to replace the traditional deck builder. This really does take it to a new level and I don't think I'd be as keen to play the traditional deck builder games after playing this game. But if you are a you know purist and you like your standard deck builders, I can see this is not going to appeal to everyone. 
this is more fun. <laughs> so if you're not fun, don't buy it. Buy if you're looking for a twist on a deck builder. Essentially the same thing as what you've just said. Buy if you like that risk style, stay in as long as you can style of games. That does Again, that doesn't appeal to everybody, that gambling almost element, yeah. but it does re- work really well with this game. Buy if you want the suspense of running away from a dragon. Yeah, or multiple dragons for that case. <laughs> um, and my last one was just um, buy if you want a fun theme because this is a fun theme. It's yep. a great little game. Buy it. Uh, my last one is buy if you want a game that really feels like a race. So there's other race games out there, but something about this one, even though it's not a race game, towards the end it really feels like a race. And I really like that about it. You've been listening to the All Manner of Things podcast. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can email us, podcast at allmannerofthings.com. Or alternatively, you can visit our website at www.allmannerofthings.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. In some cases, give... (laughs) In some cases... (laughs) I'm stopping.